Hello everybody, today is Tuesday, December 15th, 2020, and this is episode 43 of the Hayden Podcast. My name is Hayden Remillard, and today on the podcast we're going to be talking about the upcoming NBA season. I go through each conference, break down each team, give my thoughts on all of them, and I hope you guys enjoy. Here it is. Next week, the 2020-2021 NBA regular season is going to be starting off, and I love basketball, I love the NBA, so I figured I would go through each team and give my thoughts on how the team looks heading into the season. It's going to be very, very brief for each team. We're going to go by conference, so we're going to start in the West, and then head over to the East. I'm going to say this right now, the West is looking a lot better than the East a lot more competitive. I think the East has a lot of crappy teams that are just going to be really, really bad. It's going to be very top-heavy in the Eastern Conference in the NBA this year. So, we'll start off in the West, and we're going to start with the Golden State Warriors. Last season, they had a ton of injuries. They had Curry out. They had Klay Thompson out. They lost KD. They had a ton of injuries to deal with, and they were not very good. Thompson, Klay Thompson is going to be out again this season and that's a big hit don't get me wrong to the Golden State Warriors but they they added James Wiseman uh, through the draft they have Wiggins they have uh, Green they also have Curry back I think that they're going to be able to turn it around and they're going to be right back into the playoff contention for sure I think that they'll get into the playoffs in the Western Conference Next up, we have the Los Angeles Lakers, obviously the defending champions of the season. They're really freaking good, and they kept AD, Anthony Davis. They kept LeBron James. They're going to be the best team in basketball, again, for the second year in a row. They, they lost a few key pieces, though. They lost JaVale McGee. They lost Rondo. Uh, how about Howard? They lost Dwight Howard. And uh, they also lost Danny Green. I know Lakers fans probably don't care that they lost Danny Green, but you know what? He's a hell of a basketball player, and he can shoot the ball. He's he's a little hot and cold at times, but when he is hot, he's really, really hot. That's going to be a hit, I think, to the Lakers. They also added a few people, though. They added Dennis Schroeder, Harrell. Uh, how about Mark Gasol from the Raptors? They added Mark Gasol, and that's, uh, that's, a, that's a nice piece to add. Mark Gasol, people, I think, under underestimate Marcus Hall on how good he is. He's really good. They also added a few others, but I really like, and this is my Raptors bias coming through, that they added Marcus Hall to that mix. I think it's really good as the train goes by outside. That's uh, perfect timing. I think they're the best team in the West. I think they're probably the best team in basketball, definitely on paper. Next up, we have the Utah Jazz. They finished sixth in the West last season. They drafted Azubuki, 27th overall, and they also signed Donovan Mitchell, who is absolutely amazing, to a five-year extension, excuse me. They need work on defense. You know, they have a few good guys that can really defend, but they need more work on defense. I think we saw that in the bubble last year. They need a few more key pieces, and I'm not sure that they added that. I think that they should get a playoff spot. I think they'll get it quite easily. We're going to be able to watch Donovan Mitchell Again, in the postseason next year, which everyone, I'm sure, is looking forward to. 
How about our fourth team to talk about is going to be the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic. Luka has really become a star, and last season was crazy, crazy, crazy good. And I cannot wait to watch more of Luka this year. One thing about the Mavs that kind of worries me is that Prozingis, Prozingis is going to be out until at least January but he was out a bit last year, if I remember correctly, and Luca was still able, able, excuse me, to carry this team and got them into the playoffs. He's a really, really, really good player. Luca averaged 28.8 points per game, 9.4 rebounds per game, and 8.8 assists per game. That's almost he almost averaged a triple double. That is absolutely insane from the young star. He's an He's a crazy, crazy, crazy good player. I think he's going to carry the team. They're going to make the playoffs. I think everybody knows that going into this year. Number five, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. The problem with, that I have with the Thunder is that they're going to be very young. They traded Chris Paul, who was the veteran definitely last season. They traded him to the Suns. They lost Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. They also lost Steven Adams, their big man, to the Pelicans. It's going to be a totally different-looking OKC team going in. A true rebuild. A lot of young players. The Canadian Chai Alexander. He's probably going to be the top guy in OKC. And I'm okay with that. I think he's amazing. He's still young, still learning. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're well coached, but I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs going into this this upcoming season. Maybe next season, definitely. They still have a lot of learning to do. A lot of coaching needs to be done to get these young guys ready, in my opinion. Number six, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. When I think of the Memphis Grizzlies, I think of Ja Morant. He is such a special player. And you're watching him, and he seems to put a guy on a poster every single week. He's exciting. He was exciting in the NCAA tournament. I don't know. I know a lot of people, uh, especially around where I'm from, don't watch college hoops. But they are so much fun, and the NCAA tournament is so special. I remember watching John Morant in the NCAA tournament, and he was crazy, crazy good. So friggin' good. And uh, Memphis got him. He's very, very special. 17.8 points per game, 7.3 assists per game. And like I said earlier, he seemed to put everyone uh, on a poster. That When he had the opportunity, he put someone on a poster. He, he can slam dunk. He can shoot the three. He's really special. The Raptors fan in me still loves Jonas Valanciunas, JV. I think he's a nice piece there. They're missing a few key pieces and I'm not really sure what to expect from them. You know, Jaw almost made the push last year, almost put them over the top to get them into the playoffs. I'm not sure if we can expect that this season. Maybe I'm hopeful. I would love to watch. Uh, I would love to watch uh, Memphis in the playoffs. How about the Portland Trailblazers, who we're going to talk about next? Damian Lillard. How good was he in the bubble? He was terrific. The bubble in Orlando, and I expect that to carry over to this season for sure. Damian Lillard is usually good when it comes to the playoffs, right? 
uh, a couple of years ago he had that shot, if I remember correctly, and he waved goodbye, right? Uh, that, that, was, that was a crazy, crazy good moment. You have C.J. McCollum, who's also great. They added Covington, and I think he'll help this team a lot. I expect a great season from Portland, and maybe, just maybe, a, a deep playoff run. If they can put everything together, if they can play some good defense, that's what they need, I think. I could see them going on a run here in the playoff. Next up, the Sacramento Kings. Fox is about the only thing I like about the Kings. They just don't have enough stars to be good, and they're going to miss the playoffs again. That's all I have to say about them. The Houston Rockets. Oh, what a mess you are, Houston Rockets. They traded Russell Westbrook to Washington. Harden wants out. James Harden wants out. They also have a new coach this year. So a lot of changes are happening in Houston. We obviously have to see if they're going to trade Harden or not. That is to be determined at the time of recording this. But chances are James Harden is on his way out in Houston. And they may be going into a rebuild. This could be a tough season, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do trade James Harden if they miss the playoffs, because I just don't think that they have enough talent without James Harden there and without Russell Westbrook there. I don't think there's enough to build a team around, a playoff team around. Number 10, out of the West. These are in no order, just kind of how I was going through. Uh, I'm not doing predictions on how well I'm going to think these teams are going to do, just going through, giving my thoughts on each team. But at number 10, I think I have probably my favorite team to watch in the Western Conference, and that is the Denver Nuggets. The Canadian Jamal Murray is a true superstar in the NBA, and we saw that again in the Orlando bubble. They got Michael Porter Jr., 14th overall in the draft. I like this Denver Nuggets team a lot. Their defense might be a weakness. That's one thing I'm worried about with them. But I like their chances to be a top five seed in the Western Conference. I just think you have so much there. Jok Jokic, I always struggle with that name. I love watching him play. Wow, he, he's, he's great. And Jamal Murray, like I said, true, true superstar. Number 11, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They had the first pick in the NBA draft. They selected Anthony Edwards first overall. And I think he's going to hop into a huge role right away for this Timberwolves team. Carl Anthony Towns is great. D'Angelo Russell is great. Can they put this all together? That's the big question. I want to pull for this team so bad. That's the Minnesota sports fan coming out in me. I'm a Vikings fan, so obviously a lot of my, my Twitter feed is a lot of Timberwolves, a lot of Twins. So I always like to kind of cheer for them. Uh, after my favorite teams in these other leagues. I really want to pull for the Timberwolves. I would love to see them make a playoff push. I think they have enough enough pieces. They added enough pieces through the draft, through trades this offseason. I hope that they can at least make it into the playoffs. Who knows, maybe they'll play spoiler or something like that come, come that time. Next up is the Phoenix Suns. This team was very, very strong to end of the season in the bubble. Of course, they went 8-0 and in that time. They did not lose while in the Orlando bubble, and they have Devin Booker to thank for that. He is a all-star in this league. He averaged 26.6 points per game, 6.8 rebounds per game, and 4.2 assists per game. The question was, after they didn't make the playoffs after that very strong outing in the bubble, 
Who are they going to get to surround Devin Booker with? Who can they get to help Devin Booker? He can't carry this team all by himself. I mean, he did it in the bubble, but you can't do that throughout a whole season. And I think they found their answer. They added Chris Paul, who's an amazing veteran, and he's only going to do positive things for this Suns team. They're going to make the playoffs this year. I think you can book that. And I look forward to watching Devin Booker and Chris Paul do their thing in the desert. Next up, we have the San Antonio Spurs. Don't have a lot to say about them. Last season, they missed the playoffs for the first time in 22 years. They need more weapons on offense. That's, that's the number one thing that stood out to me. You can't have DeMar DeRozan do it all. We saw that in Toronto. DeMar DeRozan, I love him. He's a great player. He's one of the reasons that I, I got into basketball. Obviously, probably one of the reasons a lot of Canadian uh, basketball players got into basketball. But he can do it by himself. You have to surround him with more talent than San Antonio has right now. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. I just don't think that they're a good team. They're well coached, but I don't know if they have enough talent. Especially in a very strong, competitive Western Conference. If they have the talent to get into the playoffs. Second to last team in the Western Conference, we have the Los Angeles Clippers. Man, is this team stacked with talent. They uh, they added Serge Ibaka from the Raptors. They're pretty much setting up a mini Raptors in LA. Serge Ibaka is going to be a great player for them. He had four, uh, excuse me, 15.4 points per game and 8.2 rebounds per game with the Raps. Pat Beverly is amazing. Paul George is great. Kawhi Leonard might be... He's still my favorite player in the NBA, probably. No offense, OG Ananobi. But Kawhi Leonard is just so fun to watch, and what he did in Toronto will. He'll uh, forever hold a special place in, uh, in Raptors fans' hearts. This team looks amazing on paper, but the question is, with a new coach, because Doc Rivers is out, can they put it all together to make a run at it this season? I think that they can. They're going to make the playoffs, definitely. But are they going to have enough chemistry in the playoffs to actually make a good, strong run when that time comes? The last team that we have in the Western Conference is the New Orleans Pelicans. They have a new coach. They made a few changes through trades, whatnot, throughout the offseason. I don't mind their starting five right now. According to NBA.com, Zion, Ingram, Steven Adams, and Lonzo Ball are the projected starters right now, and I, I like that. I like that starting five. I don't think it's terribly bad. Ingram looked good last year. Zion is he's special, but I want to see more from him, more of what we saw at Duke from Zion Williamson. I also I like Steven Adams a lot, and not just because he looks like Aquaman, but I do like Steven Adams, the basketball player. And can Lonzo Ball finally do something productive? That's the major question. I think they're going to struggle. They're going to be a tough team to beat. They're going to be a competitive team, but it's a tough, tough Western Conference. So I don't know if I'd put them in the playoffs as of right now. I think they're going to be close. They might snag that eight seed, but it's going to be a tough, competitive Western Conference. Now let's head over to the Eastern Conference. Let's start with the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> now, the Hornets have not made the postseason in 13 of the last 16 years. Think about that. They've made the postseason three of the last 16 years. Terrible, terrible stat. 
They signed Gordon Hayward. They drafted LaMelo Ball, who a lot of people thought maybe would go first overall. Minnesota didn't really need him. Golden State didn't really need him. So Charlotte got him third overall. They have a lot of work to do. So don't expect much out of this team. I would expect almost more of the same as what we've seen throughout the last couple of seasons. Hayward is a good player. I don't know if he's enough to lead your team to the postseason. Number two in the East, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. I would say they're probably the best team in the East, definitely on paper. Obviously, the last couple of seasons they have been. They've been the best, one of the best teams in the league. Giannis is uh, probably the best player in the league as well. They added Holiday to their bench, or rather, they just added Holiday. Uh, their bench is good. I don't, from what I could see on paper, their bench is gonna be strong. Can they show up in the playoffs? So that's the thing. We've seen it over the last couple of years that they're they're really good in the regular season, and then they get to the playoffs and they meet a, an opponent that has a little bit more experience, maybe maybe is a little bit better coached and they just fail to meet expectations when they get there. Next up, I have the Washington Wizards. They added Russell Westbrook through that deal and uh, with the Rockets, and I really enjoy Westbrook. I think he's a great player. Beal is great. He averaged 30.5 points per game, so I'm sure he's going to love to have Russell Westbrook there, another uh, player that can actually help him with this team and he wants to do it all himself. I, again, I don't know what to think of a lot of these teams in the East. I think now, when I wrote this down, I didn't think Washington was going to uh, make it into the playoffs, but I could maybe see Washington grabbing that eight seed and making the playoffs. Now, I've kind of talked myself into it, I think. Next up, the Indiana Pacers. Other than Brogdon and uh, Oladipo, I'm not sure what what to like about this. They have some talent, but not a lot that I really like. Uh, if Oladipo can stay healthy, they, they, they have a chance. I think Oladipo's a great player, but the, their bench, it, it might be all right. We're going to have to wait to see. I'm, I want to see more with the Indiana Pacers. I want to see how they do in the preseason maybe what some of their younger players can do. I want to see more from Indiana before I say too much more on that. Next up, I have the New York Knicks. Oh, the terrible New York Knicks. They got a new coach, and honestly, I'm not expecting too much out of them. I think they're going to be a bottom feeder. Again, they very well could be the worst team in the East yet again. One thing that I really hope to see, actually a couple things I hope to see from the Knicks this year, is I hope R.J. Barrett has a way better year than he did last year. He was great with Zion at Duke, and he's a Canadian, so I'm going to support him. Any uh, Canadian NBA player, I'm going to support Wiggins, Shai Alexander, even uh, R.J. Barrett, Jamal Murray. But R.J. Barrett, I hope he has a better year. I also am excited to watch Obi Toppin play. He was out of Dayton, I do believe in the NCAA. He should be fun to watch. I don't think they're going to be good, but I think they'll put a few wins together uh, here and there. Next up is the Orlando Magic. I only wrote one thing for the Orlando Magic, and that is expect the same as last season, probably even worse. That's all I have to say about them. They are such a boring team to me. I hate watching them play, and they always play the Raptors, and I think they're so boring. Don't really expect much from them this year. 
The Detroit Pistons, again, I just, I, I wasn't sure what to think of this team. I think they can be competitive. Dwayne Casey, I, I believe, is a great coach. I like Blake Griffin. I like some of their players that they got, but I just don't think in the East. They, I, maybe the Pistons grab a playoff spot. Again, because there's just so many teams in the East that aren't great, don't look great on paper. Obviously, we're going to have to wait to see how they look when they play. But I think with Dwayne Casey as coach, they're going to be at least competitive, and they're going to stick around in a few games. Next up, we have the Chicago Bulls. There's hope for the Chicago Bulls for sure. They're adding a new coach, or really really their first uh, good coach in a while. And I think they could maybe make a splash in the East. Levine is fun to watch. He averages 28.5 points per game. And I'm excited to see how they look with this new coach. And maybe they can uh, pull out a few wins and uh, be competitive in the conference. The Atlanta Hawks, they added some pieces in the offseason, which could definitely help this team turn it around. They've been they've been kind of bottom feeders. And I feel bad because Trey Young, he is a great player. I love to watch him play, a good young player. And he's still going to have to carry this team. He averages 29.6 points per game, 9.3 assists per game. They could maybe make the playoffs, but again, it's this Eastern Conference that I'm just so unsure of right now that I just, we're just going to have to wait to see how it all plays out. One team that I really like in the East, though, are the Brooklyn Nets. They probably scare me the, scare me the most as a Raptors fan. Listen to their, listen to their, their players here. You have Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, Lavert, Harris, Jordan, Allen, those are all really good players, and we've seen them against the Raptors before. They can really make a huge impact on this Eastern Conference, and I'm going to call it right now. I think they're going to be a top two team in the East. I think it goes Bucks, Nets, and I'm not sure from there. Maybe the Raptors can get third. I'm really worried about the Raptors. We're going get, to get into them in just a little bit. But I'm predicting right now that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be second in the East when time comes. Now, a team that I don't think is going to be very good in the East, another one, is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they added some good rookies. Kuru, uh, he's going to add some defense for them. I feel bad for Kevin Love. He's stuck in this rebuild, and he's such a great player that I just wish somebody would try to get him out of Cleveland. Sexton isn't too bad. He's He averages 20.8 points per game. Not a superstar, but a good player. Cleveland just doesn't have enough superstar players. They're not any superstar players in my mind to to really make a serious run at things this year. Next up are the Boston Celtics. I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last season, but still a very dominant team in the East. They have Walker, Smart, Brown, Tatum. They're all great, all those players. I really cannot stand to watch Jason Tatum in that playoff series with the Raptors. He pissed me off so much. He's a good player. I think... I hate to say it because they just piss me off so much, but probably top four in the East. There's a few good teams in the East, though. You have Boston, you have Miami, 
the Sixers who added a lot, you have the Raptors, you have the Bucks. But then the other half of the teams are so bad that it's really going to matter if you win the matchups you're supposed to win, which I could see maybe Boston dropping a few that they're supposed to win and dropping down in, in the standings because of that. Next up is Miami, the Miami Heat. They made the finals, which I was not expecting at all last season, and they kept a lot of key players. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is terrific for them. He was really what put them over the edge. They have a lot of good young players as well, but can they continue to play how they did in the bubble? That's my biggest question. I think they're a definite playoff team in the East just because the East is so weak. But when it comes down to the playoffs, are they able to compete with teams that are better than them? They definitely were able to in the bubble, but can they now this upcoming season? We're going to have to wait and see. Second to last team here is the Philadelphia 76ers. They have a new head coach in Doc Rivers, and I think he's going to help the team greatly. He's a lot better uh, than they had than the coach they had before. They got Seth Curry, Danny Green, and Dwight Howard in the offseason, and those are some really good players. I like Seth Curry. He is a great, great player. I enjoy watching him. Danny Green, I mentioned earlier, he's a good shooter, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, have Embiid and Simmons there as well. I think I think they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a better season than they did last year, definitely. Last but not least are my Toronto Raptors. And I'm a little worried this season. They lost a lot in Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. They, those two players had a huge role for this team. Obviously, they still have Lowry. They were able to re-sign Van Vliet. They have OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam. They also added Aaron Baines. They have Chris Boucher, Patrick McCaw is still there. You know, he's, he is what he is. Uh, Norman Powell, I can't forget Norman Powell. He's great. But I'm worried about on defense. Just can Boucher really be what we need him to be on defense? Aaron Baines is okay. We're going to have to wait and see with him. But I'm really, really worried. Like I said earlier, maybe they could be three. I don't really see them being there now that I've kind of talked up all these other teams. Maybe, I think the worst that they could do is fifth in the East. Let's see, who would I put, a, who would I put ahead of them? I would put definitely the Bucks, Nets, probably the Heat, maybe... And maybe the Sixers. I don't know. You can change You can change out Celtics, Heat, and Sixers for who I would put ahead of the Raptors. But I'm very worried this season. I hope they do great. Don't get me wrong. I think they're still going to be very competitive. And when it comes to the playoffs, I think they'll be a lot better than they looked in the bubble. But I'm worried. There it is. Thank you guys for hanging on to the end here. And I'm so excited for this season to get started. Thank you guys for hanging on there. I know it was probably rambling on. Hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts on the 2020-2021 upcoming NBA season. If you guys like the show, be sure to head over to anchor.fm forward slash Hayden R. That's anchor.fm forward slash H-A-Y-D-E-N-R. And there you can find links to all of your favorite podcasting apps. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you listen. 
While you're there, you'll also find links to all the social media. Make sure you follow those and you'll get updated every time there's a new episode. Thank you guys as always for listening and I'll be back next week with another new episode. See ya.